but when it's late in the UK, James Sully Sullivan has places to be, people to talk to. So we need to get to the great man who is there on the ground for us as this Rugby League World Cup continues for the men and the women. And Australian Rugby League's looking pretty good right now. Hello, Sal. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Wayne. Wayne, oh, I'll tell you what, I'm in a part of the world that Dunny loves. I can tell you what, we drove past Leeds today and all I could think of was Wayne Clark. Oh, that's um, nice. So where are you, up, where are you at? Mate, York mate, or something, eh? I'm in York at the moment, Dunny. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's worked out beautifully. I've, I've we we arrived in Liverpool last Wednesday and we had a lovely time in Liverpool. I tell you what, what a city that is. Jesus, a fair bit going on there. The World Gymnastics Championships on, and then we ducked up the Huddersfield on Friday night and watched Australia in a very impressive first half. Wasn't so happy in the second half, but you know things happen and the way it went, but we were good enough to get away with it. And then um, watched, obviously, both semi-finals last night. Oh, we'll talk about them in a minute. And then, um, obviously, today. And then York, the, the two, we had a double-header with the women's tonight with um, uh, New Zealand taking a while to get out of the Cook Islands. Um, Australia beat the Cook Islands last week, 74-0. But New Zealand took a, a long, long time to get over them. And then... We've just seen the oh the Gillaroos. Oh my god. Good grief. How impressive are those girls? Oh mate, they did not give France the football <laughs> in the in the first half and yeah, yeah, they just went on with it very, very strongly. And you don't like hearing the words ninety two nil, but yeah, they were dominant. The girls played really, really well. And yeah, good signs. Uh, as you say, it's not a great look for the for the sport to see such a, a lopsided scoreline, but clearly a lot of tries and clearly a lot of exciting action from the Gillaroos. Mate, they played well. They they were crisp. Um, Jess Sergis first game back. Um, well, first game in this tournament. To young Karen Aiken, outstanding. Nah, they, they they were impressive. They were really, really impressive. And you know, and, and to be fair, boys, sometimes you look at sides before games, and I've mentioned this before. Um, physically, the France side was up to them. You know, they they looked quite a physical side in the warm up. But yeah, unfortunately, warm ups mean nothing once you start playing football, doesn't it? No, very, very true. So one sixty six zero is the aggregate so far for the Gillaroos. They won their first game comprehensively, and now they're mm. they're uh, they're still yet to concede a score. So defensively, they'd be very pleased, as much as there's plenty of points being piled on on their end. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, it was great. And as I say, yeah, they're just doing what they've got to do, and their next game's against New Zealand, so that's a great test. Um, the way it's been sort of unbelievable once again, Dunny and, and Jacob, we get this situation where uh, New Zealand and Australia are on, on our side of the, the draw, which is well, not ideal when you're talking, you know, wanting to play each other in finals. But anyway, that's the way it is. Um, they, they can still meet in the finals. The women, it looks like Great Britain, well, England, sorry, will play, yeah, New Zealand in the semi-final, so we'll see what happens after that. Well, so I've got to ask you about the the quarterfinal game, Tonga versus Samoa. It it was just a battle mm. of fruition, wasn't it? It's the first time I believe that they've played each other for for four years. Is that right? Yeah, that's it, Dunny. And um, mate, tough game of footy. I, I I tell you what, you know, you look at the two semi-finals. We 
Uh, I'm going to uh, – we'll, we'll talk about the New Zealand game obviously in a minute, but I, I just want to mention this game between England and Papua New Guinea. And honestly, I, I have not seen a more dominant first 26 minutes for a long, long time. England, 82% possession, 82%, 100% completion rate, and they led 38 nil. Well, they should lead 38 nil. But, mate, the, the way it turned out in the second half, it was, you know, it was, they ended up, I think it was 8-6 they won the second half. Brilliant game of footy. And then we saw another, and there's a game, obviously, England dominated. PNG can walk away from that game with a little bit of pride, the way they handled themselves in the second half. But, and then we saw this game last night. What about that? Fiji jumped out. 18-6 they led five minutes into the second half. And I think most people are thinking, are you serious? You know, Kevin Nagama had scored two tries. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh, this is not going to happen, is it? And the Kiwis just got themselves back into the game, back into the game. Uh, Jerome Hughes, I thought when James Fisher-Harris came back on the field, totally changed the game, and then, of course, Joey Manu scores a try before Rapanar scored the winner. But, you know, controversy, a little bit of controversy uh, with the strip. But the way it is, I, I think poor old Fiji just had their opportunities and couldn't could ice the situation. Uh, uh, New Zealand, boys, I've always said, and you guys know, in this tournament, maybe the – the thing these top sides haven't had is a real good hit out. Mate, going, coming up against Australia next weekend, have the Kiwis had their hit out that they needed? Who knows? You can never tell. Mm. Then you talk about today, mate, oh, wow, you know, what a game of football. Samoa led 12-10 at half time, And it was a game, it was a different game to what most people would have thought. Because the end of the day, we're used to the, both these sides throwing the football around, letting it talk, but they tried to bash each other through the middle, and that's where it became that game of attrition. And I tell you what, Anthony Milford, I've been his biggest critic forever. He probably had his best game in five years today for Samoa when it mattered. And at half time, Samoa leading 12-10, I thought Tonga – would just roll on and can, and beat them. But, wow, yeah, no, wonderful game. And just good for footy, isn't it? And the best thing about this game is the scoreline, 2018. You know, I think a lot of people would have looked at was what probably would have been 44, the points over, but it wasn't that. So, no, the, I think, you know, we spoke last week and we're all being worried about, oh, you know, the different teams. But we did say last week, let's hope these semi-finals are close. And, you know, to be fair, Lebanon got blown off the park by a, a very good first half by Australia. And Papua New Guinea got blown off the park by a very good first half by England. And the other two semi-finals have been wonderful. Who wins, who, who wins the semis, so Oh, mate, uh, if you know, I think I think we. To, I think, to be totally honest, Danny, I think Australia are probably a little bit too classy for New Zealand on their edges. Um, 
wow, you think how this tournament started, you go back to um, what were we? Uh, what was the date? 25th? Um, that might have been it, a bit earlier than that. Something like, I reckon it was a week before that. No, it was that. earlier than that. Yeah, you're right. I've got, I've got it here in front of me. I'm just going to get it up properly so we're not lying to people. But anyway, Samoa got whacked, didn't they, by mm. England. Now, they now get their – well, 64-6. Mm. They now get their opportunity. Um, mate, England look good to me. They are – their forward pack are playing really good on the back – you know, uh, they've got Georgie Williams who's playing very, very well. Um, yep. I've never seen a, two international games, two days in a row. Josh Addo Scar, uh, Josh Addo Scar, Josh Addo Carr scores five tries. Tommy Mackison scores five tries the next day. Incredible, isn't it? Two wingers scoring five tries. Um, mate, I, I dare say at this stage, if you ask me to. I'm not a punter, as you know, Dunny. No, of course not. <laughs> no, never, never parted yeah, with a dollar lying. in your life. No, that's right. I got out of jail tonight, actually. Oh. Thank you, the uh, Gillaroos. Um, <laughs> I'd say Australia will play England in both finals. Mm. There okay. you go. There we go, I think James. Australia play England both it finals. is 26 minutes past six here in the West on a Monday morning, and James Sully <laughs> Sullivan has called it that it'll be Australia England for the men and the women. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on the host nation. There always isn't there, Sal. What's the, what's the response from the locals over there in the, the cold north of the UK to their, their national team's performances? I'll tell you what, you've just hit the nail on the head. You're talking about the north, and that's where it's basically centralised. It's funny talking to people in Liverpool over the week, and not a lot of them realise that the, the World Cup's on. Um, mate, it's a mad city, that city. <laughs> There's so much going on, and there's so much sport at the moment because obviously you've got the, the Wallabies over here, you've got uh, New Zealand. I'm talking rugby union. Yeah. They're all over here. Every every nor- uh, southern hemisphere team is currently in the northern hemisphere. So, so much sport going on. You get up to York and people are talking about it today. So, um, it's, it's well and truly alive, but um, crowds... Honestly, I must admit, very disappointing the other night. We, we were at Huddersfield, 25,000-seat stadium, and there's about 8,000 there. Um, I think they're butchering themselves with the prices of tickets. Um, you, t- you hear of people turning up the game the other night with 25 quid and people knocking them back at the gate saying, we've only got 40 quid ticket le- left. I said, well, please, fair income, let them in, mm. you know, Um the footy itself's been outstanding, and as I said, uh, I have not seen the highlights for me was both Australia and, and England. England's first half was absolutely amazing yesterday, absolutely amazing. Um, I like the way England. I'm just about to catch up with Michael Maguire now, actually, uh, the New Zealand coach, him and his coaching staff, and I'll stir. Madge up, you know, I know Madge Dunny. I'm going to have a little bit of a stuff. Jeez, I tell you what, Madge, where, where, where's all those grey hairs come from? I think he would have got most of them last night. So um, it'll be a bit of funny, you know, stuff with me and him. But uh, at the end of the day, they got away with it. And and I, as I said to you guys earlier, that hard game, and, and that's what Australia haven't had, you know, I'll be totally honest. It's probably the worst game I've seen Cameron Munster play for a long, long time. Obviously, obviously, 
James Tedesco came off with a cork thigh. So Munster went back to fullback. Cherry Evans comes on, goes to half back, uh, 5'8", sorry. Uh, Cleary stayed at halfback. He didn't have a great game himself, Nathan Cleary. So, yeah, Australia's still got a lot of work to do. But they'll take on a New Zealand team that I still think on the edges, and if people are listening, I talk about on the edges is you're basically you're, – your, your right and left second rowers and your right and left centres. I love Jack Whiten, as you know, on in that right centre position. Latrell Mitchell on the in the left. Adokar, wow, you know, what's he doing? And then Valentine's Holmes on that right wing as well. And that's what I think we'll be too strong for them on the edges. Well, let's hope that Australia can qualify for the final. New Zealand, the team they have to beat mm. to get there. So we'll let you go and have a, uh, a cold ale with Michael Maguire. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah. Mate, boys, thanks very much. We'll, we'll keep in touch and, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting. And, and as Dunny knows, it's, it's a beautiful part of the world, isn't it, yep. Wayne? Up there, most definitely. So, uh, you have a good yeah. night's sleep. Right, mate. Thank you very much. I'll catch you do it for, uh, during the week. You shall. James oh, Sullivan, right. Sullivan with us. Uh, he was up at 3am this morning, he told me.